Welcome to episode three of Ringmaster of the Shift Show. Today, uh, first I got to start out with, I'm not a doctor. I'm simply sharing my own experiences here. Please consult your doctor before changing your routines. I'm not against meds. Um, I just personally like to approach things with a holistic kind of approach and as natural as possible. And in my life, I've experienced a lot of shifts towards the positive um, by becoming mindful, which is exactly why this podcast even exists, is because I learned how to become aware of negative stories that weren't serving me anymore and create these mindset shifts for myself on purpose for the purpose of, you know, living a better life and and being happier in the moment and just really feeling fulfilled. So something I want to talk about today, now that that's the disclaimers are out of the way, um, is high functioning anxiety. Um, I've dealt with anxiety a lot in my life. Uh, I talked on a different episode. Uh, I want to say it was last the last episode about um, my nervousness of speaking in front of people. And I've also become aware of my um, ADHD tendencies as well. So I want to focus just on high functioning anxiety though right now um, for today. Some of the bullet points that I've come across Um, like this is a good list. I saw this come across my social feed today on Facebook and, um, I can have been able to relate to different ones of these at different times and at times all of these. Um, so what this image says is if you have high functioning anxiety, you may always seem like the strong one, like you have it all together. Even if you feel how you feel inside is a different story. You strive for perfection in everything you do, even if this places more stress and pressure on yourself. Appear confident, yet overanalyze everything you said in a conversation afterwards. Been there, done that. Find it real hard to take breaks from your work or rest without feeling guilty. Done that before. Feel like you always need to be ready for the worst case scenario. Struggle to ask for help or let others know you are struggling and have a fear of failure or letting others down. And what's interesting is that becoming aware of my stories and realizing that there were things that I literally was speaking out into the world on a daily basis or a very consistent basis without even realizing it, um, just the simple act of not identifying with the label of... I have high functioning anxiety has helped a ton because what I realized is behind a lot of, you know, the, the bullet points, like for instance, that I just read are stories and it's, it's stories we repeat to ourselves that at some point, and it's not our fault. Like we just fall into these patterns. Sometimes we don't even realize it, but we become a people pleaser or we overwork ourselves because we feel like that's what's necessary to achieve things. Or we are the one that has to make sure everybody's happy all the time. And due to that belief and that story that we keep telling ourselves, then we overwork 
ourselves or we don't ask for help or we fear letting others down so that's why we overwork ourselves there's all different kinds of angles of why we carry out high high functioning anxiety like behaviors but behind them are these stories behind those behaviors are these stories I feel this is what I've noticed these stories that we're telling ourselves about ourselves and we're creating conditions that um, contribute to us continuing to repeat the cycle of these behaviors and so when we realize and we stop and realize like okay I am you know and you're you're in the middle of it and you're having a moment and you're like I have high functioning anxiety I am identifying with you know a lot of these bullet points let's take one for instance um let's see feel like you always need to be ready for the worst case scenario like that's a good one because worry is generally a sense of worry or over preparing um that comes from worry and worry comes from thinking about something that's not even happened yet and is probably highly likely not to happen but we keep obsessing over this thing in the future that may not ever even happen so if we catch ourselves in that moment and we think back and we reflect a little bit and think back to all the times that we've overanalyzed or worried about something how many times has it has the worst case scenario actually happened probably very few times if at all the absolute worst case scenario like how many times has that actually happened another one um appear confident yet over over analyze everything you said in a conversation afterwards i still have to catch myself on this one um and it's not that we are not going to experience these from time to time but when you're finding yourself experiencing nearly all of these on a daily basis that's when i feel like that's when I realized that it was time for me to really start looking at the stories that I was repeating to myself and to others about myself um, and, you know, start talking to myself like I would talk to my best friend. Like, hey, you do, you are confident and don't overanalyze everything. If I was talking to my best friend, I'd be like, don't overanalyze that. You're you. Like, just be you. Be unapologetically you. You know, know in your in the depths of your heart that you mean well you do the best you can with every moment that you can and when you learn better you do better like there's a level of self-assuredness that I think that goes along with this and when I realized that I wasn't talking to myself the way I would talk to my best friend even though I knew that self-love was you know near the top of that um like super important it's super important to love ourselves first because we can't love somebody else or other people actually we can right we we, sometimes we find ourselves loving other people a lot better than we love ourselves and um so what I realized was I needed to start treating myself the way that I looked at other people because I had a lot of compassion and 
I love to cheer people on and be positive to them. And I needed to start treating myself that way. I needed to give myself grace. And all of this ties together because then I was able to realize that, hey, what what does that look like? Giving myself grace looks like changing these stories because they don't, they don't fulfill, they don't um, serve a purpose anymore. They're not these old stories of negativity or I can't do something or I'm stuck, you know, they're not serving me anymore. If I keep repeating, I feel stuck. I'm going to get more of, I feel stuck. Um, and I'll explore all the different nuances of this, obviously, in, in more podcast episodes. But what we speak out and even what we think, um, you know, and what we speak out to people, even if it's just a reply to a question or like, gosh, I always, you know, feel like this, the extremes, the always, the never, the, you know, everything we say is going to take on a form of manifestation of manifestation in our reality in some way. And so what I realized was the more that I could even just catch myself and stop saying it, I didn't even have to replace what I was saying yet. If I just caught myself and stopped saying the negative things, even that just helped. Even if I didn't know exactly how to replace that with a positive statement yet, just stopping the negativity helped a ton. So I guess all this to say that you have power in yourself to change anything about yourself. You really do. You possess that power inside. And the moment that you decide, I have the power, you're one step ahead of the game. Um, Some things that I can offer you from what I've learned, and I'm still on my journey, but um, to address each one of these a little bit. You don't have to have it all together all the time. It's okay. No one is going to have it all together all the time. And it's really powerful just to know that. Like, it's okay. You're, you're not going to be perfect. None of us is perfect. And if somebody's expecting perfection of you every single day, they're putting conditions around their own happiness and they shouldn't be, it is not your responsibility to make them happy. That's their responsibility and they're conditionally loving you. They're not unconditionally loving you. They're conditionally loving you because they're putting conditions around their own happiness and those conditions, they're expecting you to fulfill those conditions. You have all your own shit to deal with. Like, let alone, you are not responsible for fulfilling their conditions. My belief is we're all responsible responsible for being compassionate, caring individuals who also have boundaries for our own well-being. And if somebody can't respect those boundaries or at least understand that they are responsible for their own happiness in each moment... That's not your problem. That's a that's a them problem. So that's number one. And it's really powerful to just know that. So I wanted to share that with you. The second point, um, strive for perfection in everything you do. Again, you're not going to be perfect. And done really is better than perfect. It's really interesting. I've, I'm a very observing type of person. So I observe a lot. And um, having worked in 
highly professional settings where you have, you know are expected to write really professional emails and then all the way to more casual business exchanges where slang is not slang but like you know more relaxed verbiage and language is used in communicating with others um it's interesting to me to have observed that done really is better than perfect i mean there are certain situations but way less situations these days than there used to be there's certain situations where a very well-written email or extremely polished you know letter is necessary but when it when it gets to the point where we are over analyzing every little thing every little single thing we do in the name of having to be perfect and it is to the point where it stunts our growth it's too much we have to give ourselves more grace in this area i think it's really important to just realize that you know what there's going to be mistakes that people point out to us sometimes and that's okay like again we're all human and if the striving for perfection gets in the way of you sharing your light with the world it's time to recognize that there are stories there that 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 aren't serving you anymore and they're not serving others either because then you're not able to shine your light you're not able to feel confident in just being you we all want to grow we all want to get better you know if you're listening to this podcast you are somebody who possesses the characteristic of of wanting to get better but that just means like you're not perfect already you're never gonna be perfect but we're all gonna be able to grow part of growing is also recognizing when it's time to not overanalyze uh the last one i want to touch on is the working to the point where we don't take breaks and then we feel guilty when we do take a break thank god there are people out there who are showing us the way and providing an example of taking plenty of vacations taking time away from work because it's really and i covered this in my last episode it's so important to allow what we've worked so hard for in and we can't allow it in when we're so busy being anxious which again is is worrying about the future that's not even here yet but we can't allow all that abundance and the effort um the reward for the effort in if we're so busy stuck in the future mentality um and you know we can't enjoy what we have now we can't be in the moment and really soak in how far we've already come because it's that frequency and the vibration of gratefulness and and you know um just being in that fulfilled content not even joyful but content and happy um state of mind and that type of frequency that high frequency vibration that attracts the results and it's interesting because it, it is a delicate balance between you know not projecting a want because if you want something then it's also you don't have it yet um but it's a it's a it's a delicate vibration of a deep gratitude for the present moment and when we can find that and really focus on that it brings ironically 
that's what brings us more. That's what helps us expand is the moment right before that. The moment that we realize that efforting even more isn't actually what brings us the results, the, the increased results. It's it's we have to take a break. It's so important to take a break because when we find ourselves in the frequency and the vibration of efforting, if you take a step back from that, you just observe it, you realize that what's behind that is a lack. It's it's a bit of a lack. It's it's I don't have something yet, and so I have to push, and I I'm, I'm feeling resistance. Usually, you're gonna feel resistance in that space, and it's this pushing and forcing something to happen. And I always go back to that example of like a relationship when you're forcing, trying to force something or, you know, you're single and you're trying to look for something, someone and you're forcing something. It's usually, if anything does come in, it's not the right person. It's not the right relationship. It's not the right partnership. It's not the right business relationship, whatever it is when you're trying to force it. And so that's why that allowing all that effort, the the rewards of that effort and allowing the results to come in while you're at play and at rest and in an abundance mindset because of that is so important. So the the label for me, ditching the labels of high functioning anxiety and ADHD and that kind of thing the the even though i can recognize that i have symptoms of both of those it wasn't serving me in particular i realized it wasn't serving me to continue to label myself in that way i started to reframe and see what are the strengths that i can take from these symptoms and what is no longer serving me? What stories behind those symptoms are no longer serving me? And how can I reframe that and change that into something positive? What is this reflecting reflecting back at me? Um, you know, that mirror is showing me something I can grow from. So what stories can I let go of? And that has been instrumental in just catching myself in those stories and reframing them has been really instrumental in allowing me mental freedom from the chains, that feeling of heaviness that I carried with me when I was identifying with particular labels like that. Um, I hope that this sharing of what I've done to um, mostly resolve a lot of these symptoms and um, play at the strengths and then get rid of the stories that didn't serve me has helped you. Um, if you feel called to leave a review, that'd be great. I really appreciate every single one of you who listened to the podcast, and I'm excited to have some guests on in the next few weeks. Um, get interviews lined up, and I'm really excited to share their stories with you and how their mindset shifts have helped them achieve goals um, that they've set for themselves in their life.